0: Welcome to the Pastor's Roundtable podcast, a podcast where we pull apart and
1: deconstruct the habits, routines, and tactics of the great men and women of faith. Drastically changed my life. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Here's your
0: host, Ryan Latham. Hey, welcome to episode 55 of the podcast. I want to thank you for joining us today. I've got a great conversation with Adonis Lindsay. He is a pastor. He is a leadership coach, TV host, and author of the book, Next, What to Do When You Know That There's Something More. What a great topic right now. People are in transition, thinking about what is next in their life, and knowing that there's just so much more available This is a great book and a great interview. I want to encourage you guys to listen all the way through. And hey, as we come up to the end of 2020 and we look to the next year, I want to encourage you guys to take a look at the Full Focus Planner. If you have known me for any time or been a part of this community, you know I talk a lot about the Full Focus Planner. It is a fantastic way to keep your life organized, stay on track, set goals, and win big. So go to renewedleadershiporg planner. That's renewedleadership.org slash planner to get discount and to check out yours. They've got full size, pocket size journals, all kinds of different things. would love for you to check that out. Also, hey, join us over at the Renewed Leadership Facebook group or the YouTube channel where I put out daily content for tips on doing ministry, leadership, assessments, all kinds of stuff. would love to see you over there. Well, hey, here's my conversation with Adonis. All right, Adonis, thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for being a part of the podcast, my friend.
1: Hey, listen, Ryan, thank you for inviting me to be a part of this. I'm excited, man. Love what you're doing. Been keeping up with you, man. You are rocking it. So I I feel honored to be a part of this podcast today.
0: Okay, Adonis, I got to let people know, man, you are a pastor, leadership coach, speaker, author, TV show host. You, you, you got pretty much it all, man. So what I'd love to do is just have you tell us a little bit of your journey, uh, your kind of your your life ministry journey uh, to, to show us just kind
1: of a little bit of, uh, of how you got to where you're at. Okay, yeah. I think that journey began over so many years ago, so <laughs> I to date myself, you know. So uh, many, 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 many moons ago, you know, fresh Uh, uh, In Bible college, felt like God had a call on my life, you know, Uh, got saved when I was about 18 years of age. Uh, Long story short, uh, parents went through a divorce and my mom just started making me go to church, a great church that I was going to, non-denominational. Had a youth camp, got saved there. And eventually went off to Bible college and uh, just kind of green. I didn't even know what ministry was. I didn't know uh, everything about a calling from God, but uh, God just began to shape me and form me. uh, From Bible college, uh, worked at several churches, uh, started out as a children's pastor slash youth pastor. Uh, uh slash associate pastor and uh, that <laughs> was those are my roles man <laughs> that's the
0: way that's the way it is that's it so There's a lot of slashes in there <laughs> exactly
1: a lot of slashes a lot of hats you know and uh but just developed a passion to help people you know uh, no matter what my title was what my position was just had that desire passion to help people move forward In life, you know, and then I guess the last 10 years of my journey, I was here in Nashville uh, working as a a senior associate pastor uh, at a thriving church in in the Nashville, Tennessee area, and uh, towards the end of that journey, God just began to put a nudge in my spirit, my heart, and just kind of knew it was time to move forward and step into the next thing that God had in store for me, so that was one of those journeys of faith that I believe everybody takes uh, along their life's journey at one point or another, but there was that step of faith hey, God, I don't know what you're calling me to, but I'm going to step out in faith and believe you're going to show me as I start the process. And so that led me into a world of speaking. Uh, I really believe that God just had another level for my speaking, the, the gift that He'd given me. Uh, and I think it began to flourish when I stepped into faith, stepped. Uh, into the calling of God calling me to leave and, you know, trust him. And so that began to grow. And so I find myself now, you know, uh, a couple books later, I'm an author, speaker. Uh, we developed a TV program. I felt like that was another level or another platform that God was calling me to to start putting the message just in a television program. So we really had fun doing that. We're getting ready to gear up to to hopefully uh, do another season of those TV shows uh, to move forward. And then, you know, my speaking uh, took me into the the business world as well. So I speak to a lot of businesses, schools, colleges, staff, just helping people uh, develop themselves, take that next step, uh, help people with, hey, let's go back and get that dream off the shelf. Let's see what we can do to take some practical steps to start moving you forward uh, to the next thing that's a part of your journey. So, so I spend my time, uh, of course, right now doing a lot of video <laughs> content, doing a lot yeah. of Virtual content, but it's still inspiring. That's, I believe, that's my number one passion. I want to inspire people uh, to become all that they're supposed to be. That's great. That's great. So I want to talk about your book next. Uh, oh, I got, now, I got one of those too. Yeah, awesome.
0: Looking good. Looking good, right? Uh, so your book next: What to Do When You Know There's Something More. And uh, Don, I don't know if this book has ever been more needed more yeah. timely than the midst of 2020 COVID season, right? I mean, there is just a lot of people uh, that are believing for what is next, right? Uh, Absolutely. And, 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 and I don't know, if when you're talking to people, it's not just even uh, what's my next role transitioning, but even companies, churches, ministry leaders are saying what is next for our ministry um, it's not just job transition, but what does it look like coming out of COVID? What is that next? So I'd love for you just to give us kind of a high level uh, kind of overview of the book and then we'll dive into some specifics.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, you know, I, you know when I wrote the book, I, I, I wanted it to be timeless because we all hit those moments in life, no matter who we are, where we are, uh, that, that we feel like there's a next step for us to take. And I definitely agree in the midst of, uh, 2020 with COVID, a lot of people, uh, businesses, ministries, uh, leaders that are, okay, what is next for my organization? And so when I wrote the book, it was really for that individual person, no matter what life you come from, no matter what stage of life you were in, but I believe everybody has a dream. And I wanted to inspire people to go back, get that dream off the shelf, open it up, and let's develop a plan that you can begin to take some next steps and, and you know, track your progress as you get closer to that dream or that goal in life. And a lot of it had to do with letting go uh, of some past failures, some past mistakes, letting go of what did not happen so that you can move forward, develop the right mindset. So I wanted anybody to be able to open this book and read it. I wanted to create a practical resource because, you know, I believe You know, especially if you're a Christian, you know, yes, we have faith in God and and, and I have faith in God, but I still had to take the next step. That was a Mm -hmm. physical action that I had to do. So I wanted to inspire people. Hey, listen, yes, it it can be a God-given dream, a God-given Uh, passion, or an assignment, but you still have to do the work. Meaning you got to get up Monday morning, you got to get dressed, and you got to put one foot in front of the other (laughs) and go after that and make it happen. And so I wanted to encourage people that way. And it's it's surprisingly enough, you know, a lot of people that have read the book, they're like, Ryan, they're like, you know, they're like Adonis, man, this is right where I am right now, today. Thank you so much. And so Uh, I wanted to just, once again, encourage people uh, to live out their dreams, but take those next steps. And I believe right now, a lot of people, like you said, they're wondering, what is next for me? What is next for my family? What's next for this organization? What's next for our country? And so it just, I think it opens up a lot of great discussion as we can help people uh, prepare uh, for what's next and still believe that something is great in their future.
0: Yeah, so what, you know, as you're having those discussions, what do you feel like some of those questions that uh, you'd suggest people having um, as they think about what is next? You know, what are those questions, what are those conversations that you would suggest for organizations, churches to be having around what is next?
1: Yeah, I think with that, I think it's coming together collectively because everybody, Ryan, no matter if you're part of a team, especially part of a church team, organization, uh, everybody has a different perspective of what's going on uh, in their world, in the current world, and I believe it's having those those meetings where everybody can have a voice to speak into Mm -hmm. that say, Hey, this is how I feel. This is, you know, these are some of the apprehensions I have. These are some of the fears that I have because, you know, believe it or not, a lot of people do have fears in this season. It doesn't mean fear that is driving them to, to become a hermit in their home, but fear of the uncertainty, the unknown, like what is out there. So I think it's really important to, you know, from some of those initial questions need to be, how are you feeling? right now as an individual but do that collectively as a team Uh, How do you see things going right now? Uh, Where do you feel like as an organization, what are some changes that you could possibly see us making as we continue to walk out 2020 and still be effective with the ministry that God's called us to or still be effective with the organization that we're in? I think you have to allow those individuals to speak from their heart, to speak from their mind, to speak from their perspective and to not be critical of any fears that any of anybody mm. on your team may have, but to be ready to okay, let's 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 walk that out together.
0: Yeah, I think you're so right. When uh, we're leading right now, I think um, especially for those that are really visionary leaders, it's it's yeah. oftentimes uh, we want to dive in there and just cast more vision and and yeah. inspire more people. But I think you're yeah. right. right. Right now, what a lot of people really want is you know, that that conversation of how are you doing? You know, how's your family? I think that that personal connection is so vital right now that we as leaders are connecting with our, you know, as a youth pastor, connecting with their volunteers and their staff, right? As a kids pastor, connecting with those volunteers, as a lead pastor, connecting with your staff on that personal level and saying, hey, how are you doing? And not just hey we're going to be okay you know yeah, hey we're going to yeah, make it you know <laughs> hey you know but it's like okay i, I cuz honestly I, mean, I think that there's a lot of people that are going to say okay that's great that the organization's going to be all right but like am i going to be okay i, I gonna be okay, okay. <laughs> exactly you know exactly. like i know the church is going to make it but like am i going to be there you know exactly. and so bring some comfort okay so so speaking of which on page 78 of your book uh it says uh this is kind of what happens when it doesn't go the way you thought it was and i always want to read a pe- passage or a little section of it uh, okay. i got a preacher there and said passage uh, you uh go. let me just let
1: me let just bring up organ let me break <laughs> there you go
0: there you go <laughs> let me read a section here uh and then i'd love for you to just kind of unpack it and uh okay. give us uh, some more of your thoughts here it says Um, let go of what didn't happen. We've all had those times in our lives when we, what we were expecting something that did not happen only to leave us disappointed. You thought that relationship was going to work out and it didn't. You thought you were next in line for the promotion and to your surprise, you were not. You put uh, your trust in someone and they let you down. You thought the door of opportunity was opening for you. And then all of a sudden for reasons outside of your control, it, closed and I'm sure Adonis if you were to uh, rewrite this book you'd put 2020 COVID and yeah. that's about that's all you need to say
1: that's all I need uh, to say. Yeah, COVID, say COVID hit
0: that's right <laughs> and then it, it ends with this your reaction to a closed door of opportunity can either propel you into your future or enslave you to your present but if you stand there trying to figure out the why you will never see your next yeah. so good would love to hear you just kind of unpack that a little bit for us.
1: I'd you that is, that is one of my favorite chapters uh, in the book where we talk about that because so many times, Ryan, we get, we put all of our apples in one basket. We think, man, this is the answer. This is, this is it. This is going to be our key to solve everything that we're going through right now. And, you know, when, when it doesn't work out, we have nothing else to reach for because all of our apples were in that one basket, and that can be very detrimental to your spirit, to your your uh, your passion. It can literally take the wind out of you when you have all your hopes in one thing and it just doesn't work out. Uh, it doesn't mean it's not going to work out. It just didn't work out the way you thought it was going to work out. So that's one of the things I always tell people: uh, you got to keep in your mind, especially if you're doing this faith walk and this 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 journey with God. You got to you got to know that he's got your back and he's got you covered and you've just got to rest and trust that, okay, uh, I thought this door was going to open. It did not. But you know what? A lot of people, Ryan, they stand at a closed door and they argue with it. Oh, why didn't you open up for me? Why didn't you come through for me? Okay. Why did, why did you open up for somebody else and not me? Okay. That's, that's a, now if you were to see me standing in front of a closed door, talking to that door, you were like, man, something's wrong with him. Yeah, you know, like he's, he's, something's wrong. With that boy. But that's what we do uh, when an opportunity shuts down and we can get so disgruntled, so disheartened, uh, but we forget that God has our back. You know, long story short, uh, many, 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 many years ago, uh, you know i was in ministry and i remember taking a step of faith i really felt like god was calling me to uh go into full-time evangelism just man i just I had that in my heart my spirit uh i was introduced to a pastor uh through a uh my good friend uh he knew him so he introduced us and uh, the, the pastor was like, hey, well, Donis, man, I hear you want to travel and speak. And uh, he said, he said, let me listen to some of your cassette tapes. Now, I've just, I just dated myself right there. <laughs> okay.
0: Now, for those that don't
1: know, what's a cassette tape? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I gave him about, about three or four of my cassette tapes for me preaching. And he was like, man, I listened to him. You're awesome. He goes, he goes I'm going to share these with my pastor friends. He goes, I'm going to have you preaching around the country like that. Dude, I put every apple mm. in that basket. I'm like, this is it. This is my, key. this, God, this is you. And uh, when he left, uh, I never heard from him again, right? <laughs> <laughs> never got an email, a phone call back, never nothing, dude. Not, I mean, nada. I'm like, you must you have why? lost
0: your pager number.
1: And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, uh, probably probably 10 years later, uh, this was after I got married, and I, I think we had one child already by then. I'm not sure, but I, definitely after I got married. Uh, we were at a pastor's conference somewhere, uh, and I'm walking with my wife uh, in the four-year of the church, you know, uh, hundreds of pastors that are there, and I see him coming towards me, and my first reaction was, I'm going to go up and get <laughs> this guy. This is like 10 years later. I'm going to go up and like say something just obnoxious, like, hey, sure missed that phone call, <laughs> you know. But I didn't as, as I'm walking towards him and I introduced him to my wife and we talked for, you know, just a little bit and we went our separate ways. It's like God spoke to me and said, now, you know, if he would have came through for you, you wouldn't be where you are today. You wouldn't be, your chances are your, your life would have went on a different journey. You wouldn't be married to your wife today, you, you know. And so those are, yeah. that's how you have to look at that. When something doesn't work out, don't stand there and try to figure it out, okay? Because we have a thousand questions. Why, why, why? No, stay the journey, stay the course, uh, keep walking, keep following God's leading, and pretty soon God will always uh, answer your why. It may be years later, but I guarantee you, stick with God, you'll be able to look back and say, that's why that door stayed shut. That's why that did not happen that's why that person didn't come through for me, okay? But you got to trust in God and know that he's got your back through all of this.
0: Yeah, so in those times when the door shuts, right? Um, I love what you say in chapter 14, conquering rejection, right? Because when those doors shut, um, I know, I know when, when doors have been shut for me, uh, it's really easy for rejection to sneak in and to feel yeah. like, um, I mean, even even right now, there's so many people that have uh, been laid off. Their Absolutely. job has been Absolutely. downsized, yeah. and, and it's because of uh, financial pressures and, and financial uh, uh, you know, loss, and so it, it really doesn't have to do with them, but there's still this tendency to say, yeah, yeah. what, right? They oh, could yeah. have, right? And so rejection, yeah. and, and I love what you say here. It says, uh, never expect rejection and always expect the best. Yeah. yeah. Unpack that for us.
1: I think with that, you know, sometimes in our mind, <laughs> we, we can develop this negative mindset uh, because of past experiences where things not working out. And I agree, a lot of times we take, we take it upon ourselves and we're like, okay, it's something wrong with me. And, and nine times out of 10, it's, it's something that's outside of your control, but we still take that upon ourselves. And we develop that negative mindset that says, yeah, you know what, yeah, I'm going to fill out the job application, but I'm probably not going to get it because, you know, didn't get it last time. Or, you know what, yeah, man, this opportunity seems good, but I I know... Sooner or later, something's going to, the, the, the bottom's going to drop out and it's going to be another crash and burn moment. And we develop that because we take it upon ourselves. But I always try to tell people, listen, okay, rejection is not personal, okay? And the, and the quicker you learn that and understand that, then it's not going to damage your spirit, okay? Uh, you got to understand that if, if you're following God, here's the thing, if you're following God, his plan, his path for your life, okay? I always tell people, factor in. The fact that somebody's gonna say no to you. Mm. That's a given. You gotta factor that in. I already factor in, and this is, this is how I beat rejection. I factor in that somebody's gonna promise me something and they're not gonna come through. So I factor that in, okay? I factor in, somebody's going to say, hey, I'm going to make this connection for you, and it's not going to come through. I factor in that somebody says, hey, I'm going to open up this door for you, and it's not going to happen, and you may not ever hear from that person again. So I factor that in so that when it does happen, because guess what? That's a part of life, and that's a part of the journey. That's a part of, I believe, Ryan, that's a part of God making sure that you're committed mm, to, this, to this process, Okay. And I factor it in so that when it doesn't happen, it doesn't blow me out of the water. I'm not freaking out over it because I already factored that, oh yeah, I knew that was going to happen, okay? Yep. So I try to tell people that the, the one analogy, I think I give it in the book uh, from a friend of mine who used to work at a mall kiosk, if ever you want... To <laughs> That's tough learn,
0: job right there.
1: Yeah, if ever you want to learn how to get through rejection, just go get a job at a mall kiosk. And I guarantee you, you will learn not to take it personal. People because, go right? way far
0: away from you. <laughs>
1: exactly. Exactly. Because the moment you hold up that product, say, hey, can you, people just, they're going to shy away. From, and that's okay. <laughs> okay. Because there's going to be somebody that steps up. If you stay the yeah. course, guess what? Everybody at the mall kiosk, guess what? They do make the sale eventually. Okay. Yeah. Stay the course. Okay. They got to go home every night, wake up in the morning and do it all over again. And you think about that. What happens if they take all that as a personal rejection? Okay. Then that just is it's going gonna, it's gonna to limit the way they actually present themselves in a positive way when that one person does step up in their, in their arena and wants to know more about that product. Okay. Mm. So don't take it personal. Understand it's going to happen. Okay. It's out of your control. And if it's out of your control, then then you just, you can't do anything to fix it. Don't take it personal, kick it out so that you can keep moving forward. Yeah,
0: I was reading a book and uh, they, they talked about that. Um, when you start looking at having a long perspective um, as opposed to a short perspective, that yeah. when you have a long perspective, every no is getting you one step closer to the yes, right? Absolutely. So like going back to that, um, you know, cart kiosk thing is yeah. that this guy was talking about that. He started figuring out that uh, for every, you know, it took him 20 no's to yeah. get a yes. Get a yes right? yeah. And so what he was saying is now every time he changes, he was able to change his perspective to say every yeah. time someone says no to me, I'm one, I'm one closer to my yes.
1: Step closer, man. That's, that's a paradigm shift. That's a mindset shift. And, and that keeps you in a positive attitude. It keeps you ready for your moment of opportunity. That's the thing, because opportunity is coming. It's gonna open up, but you've gotta be in the right mindset to seize that moment of opportunity.
0: Yeah, and, and I love what you said, to not not uh, let that one uh, t- allow you to come into the next one injured and bruised, and so you're not even prepared for the next one, that you gotta bounce back and be ready for that next opportunity.
1: Exactly,
0: exactly. So, okay, so h- how do you balance that tension and maybe we maybe we just maybe we just answered it. But how do you balance that attention of of not expecting rejection, right? But being prepared for it to happen, right? Like how how do you kind of balance that?
1: I think with that, it's just uh, you've got to develop a mind strategy in advance, okay? And then you can always go back to your strategy that keeps you focused. Okay, if your strategy once again is okay, I know. Things are not going to work out the way I thought they were going to work out. Okay. Go back and revisit that strategy because, mm-hmm. you know, we're human. At the end of the day, Ryan, you and I, everybody who's watching this podcast, we are human beings. We are filled with emotions. Okay. And the way I balance that is you got to have that focal point. You got to go back and focus on, on that strategy that you had in mind. Okay. And go back and revisit the why. Why are you going after this? plan or this dream or this goal. And that's going to help you because guess what? You will be tempted to have those overwhelming feelings to woe is me. I'm not going to make it. And no, no, no. Go back to the strategy. Whatever you've written out, that's going to be the thing that brings you back in focus, okay? And then, you know, let's let's get back to the whole no pain, no gain, okay? <laughs> that's a that's a practical part of it as well, okay, guys? And just because you, you your emotions, you know, you, you may get a rejection, somebody tells you no, and it may hit you a little bit, okay, but the moment you go back to that plan of action, okay, you can understand. That's when you understand, these are my emotions, but I don't have to be controlled by my emotions, okay? I'm going to be controlled by the vision that I've written down, this plan of action that I have for my life. This is going to keep me focused and moving forward through the midst of any type of rejection that can come my way. I'm telling you, that is so important, so key, because every single day of your life, there's going to be an opportunity for you uh, to face rejection. So have a game plan in advance on how to deal with that. And it's going to help you with your journey along the way.
0: Yeah, I think people really struggle when they feel like they're going to make it all the way through life without any bumps or any bruises, right? You're, you're, you're setting yourself up for major. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. You are, man. When you think, you know, I tell people this, You know, when I'm teaching a a class or something and I'm telling people, you know, write down on a piece of paper, letter A and then B. You want to go from A to B. Now, if A is where you are and B is where you want to go, you know, draw a road map to get you there. And they usually go from A to B with a straight line. But you and I both know, Ryan, that line's all over the place, man. It's all over the place.
0: At, okay. And there's circles, and sometimes circles. you find yourself going backwards. But then, yeah. you, but it, it's yeah. going to propel you forward at some point.
1: There's circles. There's yeah, like I said, going backwards. You're going on pause for a while. You know yep. what
0: I mean? Yeah, stop. And go to the bathroom, man.
1: Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
0: All right. So uh, again, there's a lot of people that have experienced um, um, some letdown right now. Maybe, maybe even not just being let go from their job but maybe yeah. even people have tried something new with their ministry. I know even like a lot of youth pastors right now are, um, you know, they're gearing up for this Zoom meeting and uh, yeah. two students show up, right? And yeah. they're just let down, right? Pastors are uh, putting all this energy into producing these great online messages and sermons, and it feels like no one's watching them, right? So Even even uh, just some small moments of that. So, what advice would you give them for someone that feels like they're experiencing, or maybe they really have experienced some significant uh, rejection?
1: I think with that, it's it's still. I go back to the mindset uh, and expectations. That is so key because sometimes, Ryan, we set our expectations based upon what we see. Okay, let me let me be real. You know, COVID hit. you know, I can imagine a lot of pastors who maybe hadn't even put a lot of thought into anything online, but they're taking their cues from other ministries mm. that, are, that are doing something online, and they're looking at their videos, and they've got, you know, hundreds of thousands of views. Don't let that be your expectation, okay? Because a lot of times we set our own selves up for a failed moment because we set our expectations way up here, Okay. Don't ever base your expectations based on what you've seen online or somebody else do, okay? This is where I go back to the beginning of our conversation. Have that collaboration. If you're a pastor, leader, uh, uh, youth pastor, children's worker in your team, have that collaboration because I believe that will allow you guys to set some realistic expectations. And I believe that's a key word for somebody realistic expectations on how many people, uh, you want to reach. Okay. Look at the size of your current. But Adonis,
0: there's a billion people on YouTube. Why aren't they all watching my sermon?
1: And that's the key. It's like expectations. Do you want them to watch all your sermons? or what is your expectation? Is it, I'm going to preach the gospel because Mm -hmm. that's what God's called me to do. I'm not going to put a number on how many people that are viewing this that determines the success of it, okay? We can't get caught up in that trap of, okay, 100 people viewed this, okay, so it's not successful. No, what have you changed 100 lives right then and there, okay? That's the way you've got to look at this, okay? If 10 people view it, guess what? By the, by the process of a multiplication, that's 10 people who you've impacted, mm. okay? Those 10 people, you have no idea how many people they're gonna go out and impact, okay? Right. But for some reason, we always start way up here, okay? So set those realistic expectations. Don't ever judge what you're doing based on uh, the world standards or a video going viral because it doesn't take much, you know, <laughs> you know, Ron, I look at YouTube today. People don't look at, they, they're not looking for solid content for something to go viral, okay? <laughs> they're just not. So don't sit down and build your whole game plan on, I'm gonna sit down and this video has got to get 200,000 views. Oh man, you've just set yourself up,
0: boom. Yep, exactly. So in the book, uh, and even just knowing you, uh, you talk a lot about attitude and uh, the importance of your attitude. You know, two things here, one, why do you find that so important? And then the second part of that is some tips on, on improving, setting your attitude.
1: Yeah, I think with that, I think attitude is important because it's the thing that's gonna get you up, out of bed, on the right foot. And in the midst of COVID, let's be real, this attitudes can go up and down. You know, Good attitude one day, bad attitude. And it's just, man, it's, it's where we are right now. And it's trying to fight that constant battle of keeping that positive attitude, you know, especially when things are going on that are out of your control. And I called it this here, I had my little mind monster. This is, this is my mind monster. This is Marty the mind monster that I take with me. <laughs> Everywhere I go speak and travel, I take this guy with me, okay? All right, so
0: for those that are watching on the podcast, you just held up a Martian alien looking guy <laughs> here.
1: So this is my mind monster, okay? This is a guy that can affect your attitude if only if you talk to him. So all kind of thoughts begin to run through our minds in the midst of uncertain times such as covid. Okay? Well, I've lost my job. Am, am I going to get another job? Or you know, what next? What if what if they shut down again? What if this happens? What if that happens? And and man, if we sit here and listen to this to this guy, and we open up our mind to all these thoughts and have a conversation, it's it's gonna it's gonna continue to tank our attitude. Okay, and this is where we've got to shut out the mind monster the best we can, shut it out, and begin to fill our attitudes with something positive. And and the reason I say that because your mind it's like a big control tower. Whatever happens in your mind, it affects the rest of your body. Okay. If if your mind is, is, is energized, is, it's got a great attitude, uh, the old cliche, the old quote, uh, you know, attitude determines altitude. If your mindset is positive, uh, then your body will follow along with that. You'll be ready to get up and face every day uh, with a new expectation uh, for the opportunities that await for you, okay? Uh, but if your mindset has been affected by the mind monsters that you allow to sit on your shoulder or negative talk from other people, uh, then it's going to be that much harder to get your body going to face each day. And so positive uh, attitude, uh, I think, is key for the times that we're, we're in right now. And, and I think there's all kinds of ways you can refresh this attitude. One of the things that I do, you know, you can give the Christian answer. Definitely, you want to stay close to God. You want to you continue to... Uh, spend some time in prayer. You want to continue to put the word of God in your mind, but what can you do from a practical step? And I tell people, you know what? Uh, watch something on TV that's going to make you laugh. Do oh. do something. Get a you know tune into some comedy shows that are going to get you laughing. Okay, that takes your mind off some current events that are going on right now. I, I'm not saying ignore what's going on, but you, you need to focus on your attitude and get your mind uh, in a joyful uh, uh, place, in, in a place where it's it's decluttered. And so my go-to is I, I, I make sure I watch something uh, that makes me laugh. Uh, I haven't shared this often, but you know, uh, I don't know if you remember this show, Ryan, uh, Welcome Back, Cotter, years oh, ago. come on. Welcome back. Yeah. So the other day, dude, I'm, I went to YouTube and I searched for all the jokes that Gabe Carter told. And they've got they've got three episodes, nothing but his jokes, one after another. Wow. And I sit there and watch those, man. And I just had a ball by myself. I'm laughing. I'm and it was so funny. My wife came home and I'm trying to tell her some of those jokes. But I'm just having a blast. But what did it do? It helped my attitude. You know, It it it, it took my mind off some uncertainties for a moment and allowed it to, to recharge and refresh so you got to do whatever you can do to find those moments where it's a happy spot it's a good time of reflection but it just fuels you back up and get your headspace uh, back in the right frame of mind
0: yeah uh, the, the movie remember the titans has got me through a lot of those times there you go there you go dude I just I just <laughs> here's <the laughs> I just did uh,
1: Karate Kid the other day I watched
0: <laughs> just a little bit of inspiration. That's, it, man. Little, That's all you. like. Uh.
1: So you know, my I walk can do away, it. My walk away from Karate Kid, man. You remember when he was complaining about, dude, you, you got I'm your I'm your slave, but you got me washing your car, wax off and the big focal point in that movie, man. When he's like Daniel, son, show me paint the fence, and he's doing it all, yeah. and he's showing it, dude. I just taught you how to do karate
0: <laughs> well and and that's what it's uh, you know so so beautiful is that oftentimes all of these moments um you know god is so good yeah. that uh, you know 10 15 years later you think of what are all these rejections where all these closed yeah. doors all yeah. these opportunities all of a sudden he says show me this show me that
1: and it just all comes together This it all beautiful comes picture. together It all comes together, man, and we can just, you know, we don't understand it when we're going through it, but if we stay the course, trust, put in the time and the work, uh, the emotional energy, the spiritual energy, uh, we'll all be able to look back. Like you said, we'll have those moments where Wow, so that's why you had me doing that. So that's why yep. you didn't let me do that. So that's why that didn't come through because you wanted me to focus on this and not that. And and all yep. those will come together, but it's only to those that endure. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give up. We gotta endure, man. We can't quit. We can't quit. We gotta keep taking that next step. is what I call that's it. Right. Take the next step. That's right. There. Well Donna, I love it.
0: Where can we get a hold of the book next?
1: Yeah, simply just go to my website, adonislenzy.com A-D-O-N-I-S, Lindsay, L-E-N-Z-Y.com, and uh, get it from my website because I will autograph it for you and send it to you.
0: That's right. Okay. And uh, you also have uh, you know some other books, so autograph right here. I got my copy. You you um, but uh, you've got some other resources and materials uh, as well. I'd love for you just to
1: uh, take a couple seconds to share
0: some of your other resources that are on there as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. I've got a a great audio CD that I just put out a couple months ago. Uh, It's uh, called Five Mindsets to Move You Forward. And once again, it's all about that mindset, especially during COVID. Uh, These uncertain times, it's about having that mindset that's going to push you forward, keeping you in the right frame of mind. So that's on there. Uh, We've got a great relationship book that me and my wife wrote together uh, about our dating relationship. Uh, We still, I'm telling you, you know, Ryan, that book just surprises us because, man, we sell copies every single day, people reaching out. Wow. Uh, for relationship advice and so we kind of just share our story uh, and giving people both spiritual and practical tips that they can apply to their dating life uh, to set some boundaries, to have a healthy relationships that, that you know, don't uh, end up in that crash and burn moment, but can have some healthy boundaries to kind of figure out if you are for each other. So that's called Dating in Black and White, kind of spinoff because me and my wife are an interracial couple. Uh, so we call it Dating in Black and White. Uh, we, do, we do have a chapter in that book about interracial marriages and relationships, uh, but the book is for anybody that's in a Dating relationship or divorce, and you're thinking about getting back into the dating game, then we definitely uh, suggest that book, Dating in Black and White. Uh, we also have some resources on the Bible, uh, uh, YouVersion Bible app. Uh, all you got to do is search my name when you go to those plans. I think I have about five plans on there. Uh, just search my name, Adonis Lindsay, and all of the plans that I've written will, will come up uh, on that as well.
0: Oh, so good. Adonis, so encouraging. uh, Always encouraging to be with you. Uh, The book so helpful, especially, especially right now in this season. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. Just just so many people just need um, a little help with their ministry, their career. Uh, even their families. What is Absolutely. next for our family? What is next for Absolutely. our ministry? Uh, I mean, a lot of a lot of schools right now are moving to online, or exactly, uh, you know, exactly. really different. So, what is next? Um, and so, just so good, so good. Uh, so, the book next: What to do when you know there's something more. Uh, check it out, guys. Get a hold of it. Adonis, thank you so much for being with us today. Hey, thank you,
1: Ryan, man. It's always good to talk to you. And I've definitely enjoyed this podcast, man. You got some great stuff going on. You are just, you're doing it, man. Love your passion to help other people succeed. Absolutely. All right, thanks, guys. We'll see you soon.